The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. So as you know, with AI Today, as some of you are been our listeners for years, we've been around for five plus years of 300 plus episodes. Maybe this is your first episode. Maybe this is the first time you're hearing an AI Today episode. And I would say welcome because you're in a great place. You're in a great community. The community of AI Today podcast listeners are folks who are trying to make AI work for them today. That is why we called it AI Today. And many of our previous episodes, we've had, of course, interviews with people who are putting AI into practice today. But of course, we've also had other podcasts where we talk about the reasons why AI projects fail. We've had use case podcasts. We've had many different podcasts that talk about different aspects of AI. We've even had an ethical and responsible AI podcast series. We go into these concepts in great detail. And despite doing this for five years, we realized that there's still sometimes fundamental confusion about basic terminology. So we thought, well, let's put together a glossary. And that glossary you can view online if you go to cognolytica.com. That's C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com. Go there. You'll see it in the resources section in our glossary. It's got a lot of terms. And it's not the kind of thing you can really read from A to Z. It might be interesting, but very rarely people read a glossary that way. So what we thought is like, well, let's put together a podcast where we can explore each one of these terms maybe a few terms if they're related, and really dive into these things so they get a fundamental understanding of what these terms are so you can have a good conversation with your colleagues and move your AI projects forward. Of course, knowing what things are is not the same as knowing how to do them, especially how to do them right. And you don't want to make the same mistakes that a lot of other people are making. That is the cornerstone of the Cognitive Project Management CPM, CPM AI methodology that's an approach to running AI projects, optimizing for success. We'll talk a little bit about that later on, but definitely uh, we are here to provide the insights so that you can have those conversations and move your efforts forward. Exactly. So as Ron mentioned, we have put together an incredibly comprehensive AI glossary. So it goes over you know, key terms related to AI, machine learning, and big data as well at a high level. Uh, and we said, well, since we've done that, why don't we bring it to our podcast listeners and you know, let them know that we've done that and spend a number of podcasts going over these terms. So if you've not already done so, I encourage you to subscribe to AI Today so you can get notified of all of our future episodes that we'll be going over this AI Glossary podcast series, as well as other podcasts that we'll be releasing as well. But on today's episode, we really, you know, like Ron said, sometimes we'll be defining just one term. Sometimes we'll be defining a couple of terms to showcase and highlight how they are related. So on today's podcast, we'll be going over symbolic systems and expert systems. So, you know, again, we had a few podcasts where we've talked about some historical AI terms, terms that are really not being used that much these days. And the reason why is because, well, we believe in the longevity of your AI Today podcast series. You, you may be listening to this in the year 2032, and you never know in the year 2032, symbolic approaches might be the hot thing <laughs> for AI, because that was an approach or that is an approach to AI that really is 
taking a slightly different approach to what is really popular today. Um, today, the most most of what we're doing with AI and machine learning, machine learning specifically, are what we call statistical approaches, where we are really number. Let's be honest, we're number crunching. We're taking numbers. Those numbers could uh, define categories of things and classification. The numbers could re, could define a re, something where we're trying to find an, an answer for something, a regression. Those numbers could refer to a lot of things. But really, it's just math, 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 math. You may have heard that AI is a lot of math, but you know. Are our brains mathematical machines? Is that what our brains are doing? Are our neurons basically biological calculators or is something else going on? And sort of this alternate approach to thinking about intelligence is like, well, maybe our brains are manipulating ideas or concepts for things. Of course, any of the, a lot of times with AI machine learning, we use these words that seem kind of thick and complex, but they're really re referring to something simple. And the idea of the symbol, the symbolic approach is that Maybe, maybe the way that you are reasoning about the world around you is because you have some concept of something, you know, and what you do is you, your brain knows how to manipulate that concept and relate it to other concepts. And that's what's called the symbol. Uh, and of course, the symbol could be like an image or it could be a letter. It could be something. That's why they use the term symbol because it's kind of vague in general. But the idea of symbolic learning, this approach to symbolic learning is that maybe if we had enough of a representation of the world. Uh, some basic understanding that we can use that to infer other understandings of the world. So symbolic learning approaches, they're not really statistically based in the way that deep learning and most of today's really popular machine learning algorithms work. But instead, symbolic approaches use kind of human understanding. These are concepts that humans can understand, such as a name or a description or some sort of semantic relationship. And we can use that to deduce meanings. And this was a big project. I have to understand, I have to say that kind of neural networks and um, sort of that statistical approach actually fell out of favor uh, in the late 70s and early 80s. We just didn't have the a lot of the things that we now have to make neural networks work. And people didn't want to give up on AI. They said, okay, well, if we can't do things mathematically, what can we do? Well, computers are really good at being logical. So let's think of let's think of intelligence as a logical thing. And so this idea is that we can deduce these various different things. If we if someone can encode the information in the right way and, when, and they can under, explain the relationships, then we can accomplish these greater goals of intelligence. And actually, we talk about this on other podcasts and other learning, but there's this idea of the D-I-K-U-W pyramid. Won't go that into detail on this podcast, but you should listen to it, where it talks about that intelligence is not one layer. It's a bunch of different things. We move up from data to intelligence, from intelligence to knowledge, from knowledge to understanding, to understanding to wisdom. And these symbolic approaches, which right now are not the cool thing in AI, when we may reach a limit to what machine learning systems are capable of today, the statistical approaches, maybe symbolic approaches might be more helpful as we go up the chain. And we try to do things maybe not statistically, but from the approach of logic and doing things logically. Exactly. So, you know, as Ron had mentioned, neural networks were very popular and then they fell out of favor in the 1970s, 1980s. Uh, but they have since regained their popularity. And so symbolic approaches are no longer in favor like they used to be. However, an example of a symbolic approach that maybe you've heard of, and especially if you've, you know, been working in the industry since the 1980s, is an expert system. 
And in case you're not familiar with an expert system, it's an AI system that mimics the decision-making ability and judgment of a human expert, primarily based on that symbolic, logic-based approach to AI. So these were rule-based systems, and they were popularized in the late 1980s, and you know, many, many organizations were doing this. But there were issues with expert systems, and they proved to be really overly complex and brittle, and then they just started to decline in popularity. Yeah, and the, and the key components of an expert system, there's only a few bits to it. There's this thing called the knowledge base. This is basically stores the information that the system is learning, or honestly, that a human sometimes puts in. Then there's the rules base that tells you how to connect the various different pieces of knowledge. And then it says like, you know, okay, a, a person is a, a name belongs to a person and a person belongs to a company, let's say, right? Those are the rules, right? And then an inference engine that can figure out how to create some knowledge system by basically connecting the, the, the rules with the knowledge base based on what's actually happening. And basically, it, that, that's, what, that's how the system works. It says like, well, if you can give me the facts and you can give me the rules, and then I can figure out how to infer some new thing from the old thing, then I can make some great decisions. And there's some a few other things. Expert systems are actually inherent. This is the other interesting thing about symbolic systems. They are inherently explainable. They tell you how the decision was made because that's what the inference does. It says, I used these pieces of knowledge and these rules to deduce this information. And the reason why it was explainable is because a lot of times expert systems got it wrong. And then you can go in and say, oh, okay, I understand why you got it wrong because maybe this fact is not the true fact. It's like, yes, a name is a person, but a name is also a customer. A customer is a different kind of person. We don't, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, and that's basically, honestly, the long and short of it. And um, they, they were, they're really useful for certain things, but, but the, the problem, as Kathleen mentioned, you have to maintain this knowledge base. These rules are, unfortunately, there's a lot of gray space mm -hmm. in the rules. Not things don't always happen. And so we move from so-called deterministic systems where things kind of happen in defined way to probabilistic systems, which we define in other podcasts. And probabilistic systems are, well, probabilities are mathematical things, aren't they? And uh, that's kind of how we get back to statistical approaches to AI. Exactly. So like we said, the expert systems, they were popularized in the 1980s, but again, they fell out of favor. And now here we are back to statistics. Yeah. And sort of there's another term that's generally kind of came into being in the late 80s and 90s, or we talked about the fact that, oh, expert systems, they can't give you always the right answer. Sometimes things are a little vague. And so the concept of fuzzy logic actually started emerging to saying, well, the rule is generally this should happen, but sometimes that should not happen. And so fuzzy logic is a cognitive technology approach that provides probabilistic. We just talked about that system behavior. Things don't always happen in the exact same way every single time by allowing for multiple possible true values in the systems, such as a rules-based system where different outcomes are possible, right? And um, the thing about this is that just as fuzzy logic as the term was emerging, that's when we started to bring back a lot of the concepts of neural networks and deep learning. So as a, as a, as a consequence, actually fuzzy logic as a term is really not being used that much. It's fallen out of favor. Uh, ironically, the term fuzzy logic has a pretty fuzzy definition itself. It's not a very yeah. well defined thing. <laughs> But if you've heard of it, now you understand the concept, and it represents this like little transitionary movement between uh, the pendulum swinging back from symbolic system back to uh, statistical systems. 
Exactly. So we hope at a high level, you now have a basic understanding of some of these terms and definitions that we've provided. And we'll link to our AI glossary as well so that you can read it there. But of course, knowing what the term is and knowing how to apply it are different things. And that's really where CPMAI training and certification comes into play. So if you've listened to our podcast for any number of time now, you know that we are advocates of doing AI right, including following best practices and methodologies. And we are advocates of the CPMAI, the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. So for our podcast listeners, there's a free intro course to CPMAI that you we encourage you to take so that you can learn more about it. Go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI, where you can register for free. And if you're interested in taking the full course, you can go to cognolitica.com slash CPMAI. So that's C-O-G-N-I-L yticacom slash CPMAI. We have many more podcasts in our AI glossary series to make sure that we're covering all of the words related to AI, machine learning, and big data in our podcast for our listeners. So if you've not already done so, I encourage you to subscribe to AI Today so that you can get notified of all of our future episodes. And in addition to that, we love to hear from our listeners. So please do make sure to rate us on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And come check out the show notes as I will be linking to our glossary and other key terms that we have talked about in today's podcast. So thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you at the next podcast. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolitica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.